Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Topic Thunder Podcast. I'm your host today, Dylan Huntzinger, aka at Thunder Chats. I'm joined. Oh, uh, yeah. Th- throwback to the original Thunder Chats days. Um, a- as you could tell, I'm not alone. Um, the person that screamed "ho" in the background from the state of Texas. We got Maddie Moles. Maddie Moles, how the heck are you? I, I'm good, man. I made a, an old fashioned for the occasion. I'm, I'm, you know, this is. This is my baby. I'm I'm a part of a couple of pods, but this one this one always has the special place in my heart. And uh, really, really excited about um, the the news that's about to break. About to break in three, two, one. We have a new member of the unit joining the squad, the Top at Thunder squad. Uh, he was on the podcast a couple episodes ago it is connor aka at three cone connor welcome to the podcast officially thank you i'm really excited to be here um i'm still sad that my days of getting super big introductions from you are (laughs) over but um i think i'll get used to this more simple introduction pretty fast absolutely man we're we're happy to have you here and you know if if you ever feel the need to get a big intro i i will stroke your ego and i'll give you a big intro (laughs) So it, this is like the equivalent of like when you go to someone's house for the first time or whatever, and like, they're like, Hey, you need a drink. Can I get you anything? Like whatever. And, and it's like, Oh, that's really cool. And then like, now it's just like, you know where the kitchen is. You can go get whatever you need to get. Just, just <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just go. I'm familiar. I'm familiar enough now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Hey, you, you got legs. You can go do it. And that's, 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 what my, that's what my parents' friends would say back in the day. So. <laughs> Yeah, Connor, for real though, man, we're, we're excited to have you, excited to start this new chapter with you, and uh, we're happy to have you aboard. Yeah, I'm happy to be aboard, man. I'm excited to see where we go from here. Absolutely. To the moon, just like Dogecoin, right? <laughs> exactly. All right, boys. Well, hey, let's get into it. So, since we last talked, um, me and Maddie, you know, we had Jack Noble on the pod. If y'all haven't listened, definitely go check that out. It was a fun conversation. We talked about uh, the Thunder and the Timberwolves. Um, speaking of the Timberwolves, we played them twice. Uh, we won one, lost one. Um, we're going to talk about the game that we lost first, um, in which D'Angelo Russell hit a game-winning three-pointer. So, guys, I told you to keep on your toes because we're about to get into our new segment, which I am going to pause now to introduce single large item boom okay so now in the single large item uh we're gonna start with maddie moles maddie moles what was your single large item your one takeaway from the minnesota timberwolves game the first one in which d'angelo russell hit the game winning three man al horford (laughs) like the guy can still freaking hoop man um 26 points eight assists seven rebounds, two steals, three blocks. Like what? Like he did, he did everything but win us the game, which means he literally did everything, right? Like we, everything that we wanted to have happen, 
exactly happened. The guy balled out of control. His trade value, like people know who Al Horford is. He's he's just fine. He would work exceptionally well uh, for a team that he used to play for, say like the Boston Celtics, with that uh, Hayward trade exception. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Um, but the the guy was incredible that whole game, and really like he he might have been the single large item bright spot of the game for us. Um, besides the fact that it was just really, really competitive, but we still lost. Yeah, absolutely, man. Horford, Horford was amazing. Like when you talk about stat sheet stuff or like, it, it doesn't get much better than that. And, you know, he's, uh, having that baby just unleashed some superpowers on him, man. Like he, he's shooting that ball. Like, yeah, we, we honestly, like, we never could have imagined in the Thunder uniform, you know, I'm obviously he had that rough year in Philly, um, but he, he's been great in OKC and he, he just continues to you know, show out and bolster that trade value. So absolutely. I'm with Al Horford from the single large item. Uh, let's go to Connor, man. Connor, what is your single large item for this game? Uh, my single large item is Hamadou Diallo, uh, point Diallo, Coming out of 16 <laughs> yes. and 10, 10 assists from Hamadou Diallo, a player yeah. who I have been conditioned to never expect to pass the ball. Um, <laughs> going ahead and get, getting 10 assists there. Uh, it was awesome to see, and it was a cool evolution of his game that we haven't really seen yet. Uh, obviously, with SJ in the lineup um, and Teo Maladon, George Hill before he got injured, we never really get to see him with that playmaking capability. And he showed that he's got some of it. I mean, with Teo out, with SGA out, Hill obviously out uh, for a while. He was the guard on the team, like the only guard on the team. And he made the most of it. He was fantastic. I also do want to give a shout out to Al Horford because Horford really does deserve a huge shout out. He was so good. Um, I actually had, um, well, I had people before the season telling me like, I can't believe the Thunder made that trade. Horford's contract is terrible. And then after the game, I had people in my mentions going, hey, so how much would you want for Al Horford? Like, how, like, <laughs> like what are you looking for? And the fact that that evolution has gone on over the season, uh, it continues to speak to OKC's ability to um, kind of like with Chris Paul last season, find a way to like rehab veterans and take these massive contracts and make them like very interesting again for competitive teams. So it's cool, but yeah, point Diallo. Absolutely, man. I mean, that, that was an absolute ride. Like, I remember I, I was watching his assists, like, in the second quarter, and I was like, oh, he's, he's going to pass his career high. And, like, his career high was, like, four assists. And then yeah. just kept climbing, kept climbing. I'm like, holy crap, this dude's about to get 10 assists. Um, the thing that was really impressive to me is he did so with just two turnovers. Like, he had a five-to-one assist-to-turnover ratio in his first game as, like, the lead ball handler. So, like – Dude, give, give me give me some more point homie off the bench, you know, especially if Teo's going to be out, George Hill's going to be out. Like, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing out of homie. Yeah. Um, I, I know a lot of people kind of want to harp about what happened at the end of the game with homie. You know, he got the steal, and instead of pulling it back out and setting up for a last shot, he attacked the defense that was on his heels. It didn't work out, and they got the rebound, and uh, it ultimately lost the game. But – to that, I would say, like, you're, you're asking so much of this dude. Like, he's already changed his role completely for this game to, you know, take on that point guard role. And you're asking a guy that's never had to close game outs at a professional level. You're asking him to, you know, make what you consider the obvious play when 
all he knows to do is attack. When he's on the floor, his role, his job is to attack the basket. And so when he had the ball, he got a steal. He had momentum. He saw the defense on his heels. He made the play that he felt was the best play to make. And I'm not even going to sit here and tell you it was the wrong play to make because, that, you know, what if that shot goes in? Like, nobody's talking about it. So uh, I, I think Hami did great, and I think that if you're harping on that last play, that last possession, then you're, you're just being a contrarian. Yeah, he deserves a lot of credit. You can't discredit a mat, like a great performance from him just because of that last play. He's yeah. what twenty two years old. Like that was this was the first game as he. I guess you could kind of say he was like the man this game. Um, I guess unless you want to include Al Horford in that, yeah. but um, yeah, he was great. I hate that people were mad about that last play. And yeah. like, no crunch time. Like we were so good in the cr- in the crunch year. But that wasn't because Hami was on the floor. Like, Hami didn't see minutes last year in that situation. So, you, if you're going to let your guys grow and develop, like, player development's huge. Like, that's the, that's the, the phrase of the, of the day for us, or of the year, rather. Perfect. And now he's going to know next time, hey, like, make sure I get a higher percentage opportunity. And so, like, I'm, I'm cool with it. And I'm really lost too. So, <laughs> absolutely, he was he was just helping out the tank subconsciously. You know, what we all right. we all know what was really up. Um, see, you guys you guys took the really good like uh, single large item. So uh, I'm gonna go with my single large item, and it was just Lou Dort and Shea on the bench, man. Like, you know, last year we had Dennis Schroeder. Obviously, he was he he was coming off the bench, and he was our hype man off the bench. And this year we've kind of lacked like a true hype man that brings the energy and real character to our bench. So it was fun to see Shea and Dort kind of take on those roles. Obviously they didn't play because of their respective knee soreness. And uh, (laughs) all all I got to say is, you know, when they was mimicking the Euro steps on the, on the sidelines there, those knees looked fine, but no, it, it, it was fun to see them, how excited they were to watch their teammates succeed um, and I would say even succeed in the most unlikely circumstances because, you know, we was without, you know, two of our best players, uh, three of them, if you, include, if you include Teo, and we only had eight players on the floor. So, like, you know, it, 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 was, it was fun to see. That, that, that's all I got to say. It was fun to see, you know, the joy and the excitement and the energy that they was bringing off the bench. Maddie Moles, you got what? What what'd you think about Shea and uh, Dort over there on the bench, just kind of dancing around, Euro stepping all over the place? It, it's Thunder U two point man. It yeah. really is. Like these guys are, like, yeah, they're comp- they're competitors. They want to win for sure. But I think everybody sees the bigger picture, and they're bought in for each other, even even during losses. Right? Like it's yeah. still it's still a squad. Like there's, there's still bros. And I think a lot of that culture is a carryover from last year. So, I mean, that's, that's not going to die hard or, you know, die easy. Like the, all the young bucks were around Dennis and Chris Paul and Steven Adams and Danilo Gallinari last year. And really, you know, all those guys were bought in 
And so like, I think, I think that's great for that. And also, uh, coach Dagnall, like as a guy who's basically adding a little bit of, of salt, adding a little bit of flavor to that. And, and really, you know, he's, he's cultivating that it's, it's awesome. You know, the, yeah, the wins and losses quote unquote matter, but the fact that these guys are like invested in each other, even when they're not in the game, they're still invested. I think that's, that speaks volumes to the culture that we're building here. Yeah, um, I've been a huge proponent of how important last season was to the eventual uh, return to glory for this franchise. Um, even though it was a first round exit, like we're, we've gotten pretty used to, um, <laughs> it was just it was incredible to watch that season. I, I'll keep saying it was my favorite Thunder season of all time, um, and not the most successful one, not like the highest hopes, but just watching us shatter expectations. Also, it was my first one in like really involved with the fandom, being on Twitter for the first time. Um, but just watching that season, the way that that team grew and I, I'll say this every single day. Um, I think that that season and the culture that that season helped build is going to be incredibly valuable down the line. Even if almost all the players from that season are gone, um, it's just going to be incredible. The way that the culture has been built. I think Mark Dagnall has done a fantastic job carrying that culture over from Billy Donovan and honestly, improving on it in a fashion uh this team really does look like they play for each other every single night and on a roster full of guys like like a Kenridge Williams a Darius Miller you've got different guys who are trying to prove themselves and kind of prove they belong in the league so you could see like a roster where guys are like all right I'm going to prioritize the me over the team um but instead they're all playing for each other and it's so so fun to see I love this team so yeah, for sure, man. And, you know, you're, you're talking about, you know, last year's team, you know, bleeding into this year and even uh, years in the future. Uh, it's because, like, our core right now, Shade, Baisley, and Dort, they played such a big part in last year's team's success. More so, you know, Shade and Dort, like, you know, basically played minutes off the bench. But um, having those guys like Chris Paul, Stephen Adams, even Gallo and Dennis, like, having their leadership and what they learned from them instilled in them in such an early time, especially for Dorton Baisley, because, you know, they were rookies, but um, at such an early time to like carry with them, you know, in the next few years of, uh, you know, of their time with this team, like, you know, it, it's going to be huge because they've, they've instilled winning, you know, in their mindset and uh, in turn has instilled winning in our locker room. So absolutely great, great point, Connor. And, uh, we're going we're gonna to keep your point going because for the next single large item in our other game against Minnesota Timberwolves, in which we won 120-118, to 118, you were going to kick us off. What was your single large item for that one? Um, I, think, I think it's a pretty obvious one. Uh, SGA, Shagos Alexander, yeah. incredible game, 31 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Just absolutely took over the way that I, I know he can. Um, he doesn't do it all the time. Sometimes he defers a little bit more, but man, when SGA just gets going, he just attacks. Um, it's so difficult to stop him, especially when the only one in his way was Nas Reed at the rim. Um, it was just so cool to see SGA go into that attack mode that we all know he's capable of. Other people don't get to see it as much and to just really how different this team looked when he was on the court this game compared to last game. Um, it was just a massive shift. Um, obviously not as much run at point for Diallo, but the way that Shea yeah. just massively gets everyone involved, he manages to make the big plays. It's, it's just so fun to watch, man. I love watching him play and 
I, I think as he continues to put up like those huge performances, more people are noticing. Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, he, he did so in style. Did y'all see those shoes he had on? The red and the blues? Yeah, I'm waiting for him to drop or wait for Converse to drop like some signature shoes or something for him. No, man. Like, yeah, I, I you know, I, the all pro Evos, like they're cool, but like, eh, give me a Shea signature shoe for Crown. Mm-hmm, exactly. Jesus. Well, hey, uh, Matty Moles, jump in here. What's your single large item? Um, I'm going to leave one of them because I think, uh, I think the next person that will speak will, will hit on that. But I would just like to highlight seven guys scored in double digits in this game. Yeah. One by points. It really was kind of a team effort, even though there were a couple of really superior performers, everybody really chipped in. And, and, uh, I mean, Hami continued his tear for sure. And all of our starters, did work too. So, um, I, I just got to say spreading the wealth tip that have bad records. There are one or two got good, you know, stat padding volume guys, you know, it's a good player on a bad team. Uh, kind of like what Kimba Walker was in Charlotte and all that stuff. Like we don't really have that. We've got, we've got a bunch of, bunch of guys contributing and a bunch of guys that are willing to sacrifice a little bit of themselves to set other people up for success. So that, that was pretty evident there. I'd say that was my one big thing. Absolutely, man. And, and the, like, you know, like, like we've said, you know, the team culture and still in winning and just, just the opportunity that everybody's been getting. Uh, one of the funnest stories of the season that I've really enjoyed is the whole breakfast club that the uh i guess the third stringers uh, i don't even know if you could call them second stringers like the third stringers have going and uh how how invested they are and their each other's success like i think it was like kenrich williams justin jackson darius miller isaiah roby uh who am i missing was it- I, think, I think moses brown was part of that too um he's in the g league now but yeah yeah, 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 I think I think Moses, maybe even uh, Josh Hall and Poku was in it. Pokusheski, gosh, I called him Poku. <laughs> Car- you Cardinal, did it. Cardinal sent in my book, but yeah, man, I I, I really enjoyed them. Um, anytime they come on the court, you know they they really try to show out. Um, you know, Darius Miller only had three points. Justin Jackson only had six points, but they did so one nice efficiency. It, it was fun to watch the Breakfast Club kind of cook, and uh, I, I'm gonna save. I'm going to save my single large item. You know, I just wanted to touch on the breakfast club there as we bring in our next person here from the state of Oklahoma in a brand new Casa. We got Jerry Stevens. Jerry, how are you, man? I'm coming in hot boys. Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) There's a, there's a, there's a comma there somewhere. I don't know where, but it's there somewhere. Um, What's up guys live from the new pad. We are, living at large in a 2600 square foot from a thousand square foot apartment we got a pool that i am worried about my pipes are going to bust on the filter at any moment now with everything being so cold um my hot water heater only wants to work about half the time just recently um so that's been fun to try to figure that out uh whoever i i definitely think that someone should have and that someone should have been me the more that i say this 
but uh, broke it down what the hell being a homeowner is actually like um, because it's one stressful POS is what it is. Um, so to get off my soapbox about all the exciting slash crazy things happening in my life, my little big thing, did I say that right? Single large item. That's what we're saying. Single large item. There we go. Sorry. Uh, big little lie. I think is the show that I always think of whenever we go over this, uh, <laughs> segment. Um, no, mine personally was the Ascension of Kenrich, the mullet Williams. Um, <laughs> this is sort of where he in my opinion, at least he's really found his groove this game. He shot five for 10 for the game, but what he brought like every single play was great. Like he does so many good things. And then it really trickled into both Lakers games or not both Lakers games, the Lakers game rather. Um, so it, it's been a, it's been great watching this guy. I love me some Kenrich. I put last night on Twitter. Um, everybody, just so y'all know, I have been like zero dark 30 online lately just because there's so much to do at this house. Like there, I always have something to do right now. Um, so I will be back in full force, drinking bubbly, acting a fool. But um, <laughs> he he's our Andre Robertson all over again. He can't shoot free throws. He hustles harder than anybody else on the floor whenever he's out there. It doesn't matter. Like, you're not going to out-hustle the guy. Um, he plays solid defense. He's not scared of anybody. Like, he doesn't care who you are. He's going to guard you. Um, he got matched up on everybody and their dog in that Wolves game, and he did very well the whole time. So, um, yeah, that's me. That's me. Absolutely. Some some love for old Kenny Hustle, man, and his old uh, mullet beard on the back of his head. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I want to see the hairstyle on you now, Jerry. Um, I actually got my haircut for the closing pictures. I had to look really fresh. I actually went out and bought me a new pair of Air Max 97s. I had those in sixth grade, and I'll never forget whenever I cried when the air bubble busted in the back on my left shoe. Mm. Um, so I had to relive that again. Um so, yeah, I, I look fresh to death right now, Dill. I'm looking fresh <laughs> to death right now. That's all I got to say. Uh, absolutely, man. Gl- glad to hear it. I'm, I'm going to touch on my single large item here for the the last part of this Minnesota game. This is the flamethrower that is Mike Muscala, man. I think he was 7-7 seven seven in the first half. Like, he was just <laughs> knocking down everything he touched. Like, I didn't have an answer for him. He was hitting it from three. He was hitting mid-range. Uh, he was getting it done in the post early on. I think he was 3-3 three three, um, down low uh, to kind of start off his little streak there. So, it was really fun to see Moose, you know, the Moose get loose. Uh, shout out Jack Givens, the goose getting loose for UK back in the day, 1978. Let's talk about it. Um, but yeah, man, I'm not and we said we did. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you know, he kind of, he kind of trailed off in the second half and then a concussion late in the game didn't really help things, but, um, Mike Muscala just kind of setting the nets on fire, uh, really helped out in terms of, you know, getting off you know, on the right foot. You know, we scored 83 points in the first, first half of this game and, uh, Mike Muscala scored. 22 of it so shout out mike muscala so i got a question how many fist pumps oh yeah how many fist pumps do we think his dad did during that game do you think bob you think bobby moose is a fist pump guy he's he's definitely a fist pump guy all the way i you you gotta see it 
I'm guessing, like, what's the over-under on this? 15? Uh, I, would I, can't, put it I can't really say. He's got me blocked 11 on 11 and a half. 11 He's got oh. you blocked? He, I don't know what I don't know what I said at some point. I've been a, I've been a longtime Moose fan. Um, I've got <laughs> I've got a Mike Moose call signature I got from a game. Um, I'm a big Moose fan. I don't know what I did or what I said or maybe it's the uh, Mike Muscala memes I put under other teams' score posts that he's just like I'm not trying to see this. So yeah, I'm blocked. Wow. Yeah, he he said like the weirdest comment about a picture of my daughter and I was like what the hell did you just say and he <laughs> never replied back but he didn't block me so like I don't I'm still trying to figure the guy out there must be something in that Minnesota water because he's cool and all but he is one weird dude that's all I gotta say yeah we, we gotta we gotta get Conan blocked by Bobby Moose we gotta we gotta start a we gotta start some kind of social media campaign sort of giving, yeah we gotta get cone and blocked by bobby moose but free cone free cone <laughs> yeah free cone yeah absolutely there you go, there you go. perfect <laughs> i'm adding them right now for you don't worry cone thank you thank you appreciate it all right boys well hey let's get into the game that happened last night um a game that i fell asleep in the second quarter woke up in the fourth quarter i was like the weekend uh looking around trying to find where i was supposed to go because woke up 40 seconds left we're down three to the los angeles lakers and shea gets fouled hits three 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 free throws to send it to overtime i didn't know what was happening so uh jerry you jumped in you came in hot man uh give us, give us your <laughs> single large item here so i have a confession I actually fell asleep like midway through the fourth. Um, and then I woke up this morning really, really disappointed that I missed the rest of the game. My single large item, gosh, I'm never going to get this right for the record. <laughs> um, mine would have to be Dort and what he did as far as on switches those first three quarters. He was an animal um, on both sides of the floor. I really enjoyed, he's starting to find that groove, it seems like, where he's getting more comfortable to penetrate and find those backdoor little nooks and crannies than what he's been in the past. Um, he had that layup where, I forget, he took it over like 13 people and went reverse on the other side of the basket. And that thing was super sick. Like. I was not expecting it from a six, three guard whatsoever. Um, but it's fearlessness like that whole game. And if you go look at those first three quarters or three and a half from what I got to see, it was him that controlled the pace for the Lakers. A lot of the time when, you know, whenever they were getting set up in that half court, he was the one causing the most disruption, just being chaotic. And I love it. Absolutely love it. Lou Dort, known agent of chaos. All right. Well, yeah, uh, Lou Dort, you know, uh, we'll probably talk about him a little bit later, but uh, he wasn't doing great offensively, you know, struggling a little bit, 3 of 11, 0 of 6 from 3, but his impact on the defensive end is never not felt. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Shout out Lou Dort. Um, I am going to go ahead and jump in here. I got the sloppy seconds on both the other games, so I'm going to take the lob here. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to take Shea Gildas Alexander as my single large item. I mean, to go in there and not only get 29, 10, and 7 on the Los Angeles Lakers, the defending champions, but in the way he was able to do so, 
they threw a double team at him in the first quarter. He was able to just go right around it and dunk at the rim. Like you don't see Shea dunk a lot. Like he's, he's athletic enough to dunk. Like he's not Russell Westbrook, but like he's a smooth criminal. Like, you know, he's trying to finish around the rim with, you know, one of those weird layups, but I mean, he dunked around the rim. He was finishing, you know, some of those weird layups like I was talking about Uh, and his three point shot, man, that step back he hit over Dennis towards the end of the fourth quarter, like, that's James, like that's James Harden esque, like the way that he was dribbling the ball between his legs, and then he did the sidestep, step back to create space from Dennis, and just drain the shot. Like that's a superstar move, and you still got people out there talking about like, you know, Shea might be a number two guy in a championship team. Like, open your eyes. Like this, this, this guy could be it. This guy could be our superstar point guard of the future, and. um uh, what really impressed me, obviously, you know, overtime didn't go great for anybody on our team. Um, what really impressed me is when Shea was able to draw the foul on KCP and get sent to the line for the free three throws. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like, I didn't know if he was going to make all three of them because Shea mm-hmm. hasn't been a great free throw shooter, like, in, in general to begin with this year. But especially late in the game, he's not – great when it comes to the line but he knocked all three of them down not a moment's hesitation didn't break rhythm nothing knocked them down like it was nothing and uh for for him to send us into overtime against the lakers when we had eight players available like super impressive and that that's my single large item and that that's that's all-star plays right there jerry what you got no, I was going to say, the, something that you totally forgot, like you looked at the dunk, that disgusting left-to-right finish where he put like the craziest English off the glass to make that layup over like 13 people. 13 is my new favorite number, by the way, if you haven't been Fair able way. to tell the trend. Um, but that was probably one of the most remarkable layups that I've seen him make. And he's made some pretty freaking remarkable ones already. But that was absolutely disgusting. You can tell his feel for everything is just getting it's getting more repetitious because he's being put in that position more and he's owning the moment. So like Dylan said, open your freaking eyes already and appreciate the greatness that we have. Heck yeah, man. SGA and the Jews for greatness. Amen, yeah, on, brother. The, the, on the whole, like opening your eyes thing. Um, I'll talk about this real quick. Um, but just so like, my favorite thing about playing teams like the Lakers or playing high-profile teams is the amount of support I see for the Thunder on my timeline. Every time I would tweet about the game, it was like uh, like a bunch of people were flooding to comment on it, like, oh, my God, did you just see that play? Um, just scrolling through my timeline and seeing all these people talk about the Thunder, it just makes me so happy to see. Uh, and, like, people that I genuinely don't ever see talk about the Thunder between, like, man, this Thunder team's really fun to watch, or, like, man, this Thunder team's got, like, such a bright future – um it's just so cool to see other people get that recognition and with the whole sga thing having these big performances against these high profile teams like the reigning champions and the lakers is huge for his all-star case i think um have yeah having more people see that how good he is i talked about the minnesota game he had the high profile performance but i doubt many people were watching a game with us against the timberwolves without carl anthony towns if i'm being honest Uh, but just the fact that he did this against like the los angeles lakers and the fact that LeBron like wanted to take the challenge of trying to guard mm. Shea, that yeah. just shows how much he's grown. How LeBron was like, "All right, I'm going to do this." Man, it's just so fun to watch. One of the coolest things uh, to to piggyback on that 
is smart guy Twitter, smart NBA guy Twitter, uh, just like all of those circles, like Zach Lowe talking about SGA being a legit candidate to be an all-star. And then we had uh, Sam Bassini coming out and gassing up uh, Hamadou Diallo just today. It's, it's pretty incredible, some of these young guys that are getting a lot of looks. And, and really, you know, people are paying it. Like, smart guys are paying attention. They're, they're still about our culture, and they know about our ability to develop guys. And I think, you know, we're one, maybe two, like, big-time pieces away from our rebuild being done. And I think that could really come like quickly, maybe as soon as this draft, who knows, but like our rebuild's not going to be a four or five year rebuild. We're going to be back in, in notoriety here in a couple of years, as soon as these guys get a little more seasoned. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. And my one big thing for this game is another one of the young guys that we haven't really talked about. And that's Baisley. He played incredible. He 21 point, yeah. uh, three rebounds like our where we've struggled has been finishing off defensive possessions we've given up a lot of offensive rebounds we've given up a ton of second chance points and a lot of that is because we're we're kind of playing untraditional uh basketball as far as like having a big man you know all those things so um and jerry just like crushed it um basely really took it on himself to go and clean up a lot of those rebounds on defensive possessions and I, I really did appreciate the effort that he put in on that end and then he still was aggressive he shot 21 times like bro I want him to shoot like 17 plus times a game I want him to be amongst our highest volume shooters because I think that will allow him to unlock his greatest potential as a playmaker he's more than just somebody to stand in the corner He's a legit playmaker. He could facilitate for others. He could put the ball on the floor. He's actually a matchup nightmare um, for, for a lot of guys in the league. So mm-hmm. to see him be aggressive on both ends of the floor, that's definitely my my single gargantuan item. I'd say Gosh. inject him stepping into the three off the dribble. Inject that crap into my veins. Cause I loved it whenever he, I forget who he pulled up on, but he legit just with so much confidence came out and just like yak him. And I also want to sort of say something to Maddie. If we've been saying that Shay's going to be great and Hammy's great and that Teo is going to be amazing. Does that make us smarter guys? Because we said it first. I'm just I think wondering. So. Well, I agree. We're not we're not ahead of the curve. We set the curve. Okay, I like that better. We're trend we setters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No the the thing that really like you know everything echoing everything you said, Maddie. Um, but the one thing that like I want to highlight about Darius Basley, just piggybacking off that, is he set up the most important play for the Thunder, in which he faced up against LeBron James, center court jump ball game on the line and he was able to win the tip off or yeah win the tip off and tip it back to Shea and made it possible for Shea to go draw the foul and hit the free three throws like that's huge like that's a second year player going off against arguably the greatest player to play the game all time like still stupid athletic for him to win that jump ball like that and in that situation like hats off to him man I think he's gonna be so good um he doesn't get talked about as much as like SGA or Dort 
But man, I feel like Baisley has inc- like such good, crazy potential. Uh, I'm just really excited to see the player he goes into because like he's putting up like this 21-16 performance, and he doesn't even really have a lot of like go-to type moves. He kind of is just freestyling it. He doesn't have like a James Harden step back. Like SGA kind of has his like signature. He like pulls up from mid range sometimes, or he has that like scoop layup. Like basically, still very raw and learning this stuff. And yeah. he put up 21 and 16 on the defending champs. That's like so. That's such a good indicator of how good he can be if he finds that consistency. Absolutely, guys. Well, hey, that was that game was a lot of fun. Um, obviously, we are we're playing the Lakers again. Uh, actually, tomorrow, uh, not so fun as we will be without Shea that game. So that's uh, that that's going to be not as fun of a watch. Uh, I do believe Teo and Muscala are still out, so that's tough. And then we play the Nuggets on Friday and the Bucks on Sunday. So maybe we'll uh, we'll, we'll see the good times keep rolling, or we'll start to see the <laughs> tank kind of come into form. So, uh, which means the good the times record, are still though, rolling. Yeah, I was gonna say, but aren't isn't our record against the second game against teams very very good this season so far? Like I think we've won every single one. If I'm actually thinking right we might have lost one of those matchups and then we have four or five where we played them back to back and we've won that second game if we lost the second or the first which is pretty cool so i'm in for it i'm actually going to go lay the savings account on a thunder win tomorrow and see what happens so uh that's a lie i can't do it yeah (laughs) well screw it (laughs) put your money where your mouth is man yeah so this is the i'm i'm looking this looks like it's the fourth such occasion that we've had this. Um, we lost the second game to the to the Clippers. I was thinking um, the Clippers. But we we beat Houston. We beat Minnesota uh, in that second, like the two-game series, in the second game of the two-game series. Uh, so we'll either be three and one or we'll be two and two in such games um, after tomorrow. So I'd say 66% chance right now. I like our chances. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sex Panther. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Moving into the next segment. It's a brand new segment we're starting. It is called Trending Topics. Now, in this segment, uh, we're not talking about things on Twitter or anything like that. We're talking about players that are trending, trending up, trending down. I think you get it. So, uh, let's let's get it started here. And I'm going to go with uh, Matty Moles. Matty Moles, who is, who's your trending player? You can choose up or down. This is This is freestyle for you. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm going to go up. I think it's, I think it's Tommy. I think it's definitely his high yeah. usage, not just from being in the second unit, but him actually getting to anchor our starting lineup a little bit at times, getting, getting crunch time minutes. You're able to really see, you know, with those reps, you're, you're able to see the growth. You're able to see the progression. You're able to see him kind of self-actualize a little bit, you know, um, when you got, guys like Paul George and Russell Westbrook or guys like Chris Paul, Danilo Gallinari and such, it really does limit your opportunities. And he's really taking much of that so much so that smart guys are, are noticing his efficiency is not like super great all the time. And he does get tunnel vision, but it is really cool to see him drop like 10 dimes in a game and, and really, you know, take ownership of being the facilitator of the team. So that's really dope. I'm 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 taking Hami as trending up. Heck yeah, man. Well, love seeing what Hami is doing. Um, 
right now I'm trending down as a host because I just rem- I just realized I did not give Connor his chance to do a single large item for the Lakers game. What a crappy host. Oh, it's okay. Mine was kind of the whole like national attention type thing. I think okay. that, that that'll be mine. That'll be mine. I got you. That works. Well, what what what's hey? Let's keep the good times rolling. Um, actually, Connor, you made a tweet about Hami. Um, talking about how good he's been. Um, just kind of piggyback on Maddie Moles. Uh, can can you talk about that? Just because I know you got the stats kind of pulled up there. Uh, yeah, I can pull it up real quick. Um, it was just seeing a lot of people talk about Hami inspired me. Um, I mean, he's averaging. 12.6 points per game, uh, 4.9 rebounds, 2.3 assists, one steal, shooting 52.4% from the field in 22.7 minutes a game. And every number I just gave you was a career high. Um, he's playing really good defense. I would say so far he's probably been our second best defender behind Dort at times. Uh, he's just shown a lot of versatility, having the ability to move quickly. He might not have the best um, technical ability at time, but the ability to um, pursue players and the ability to make really athletic plays, his ability to grab a ball, like grab the ball falling off the rim after he missed his own shot might be like almost second to none in the league. Yeah. Like he'll he'll like have the shot up on the rim and he'll have re-jumped before the ball has even hit the rim when he's dropped it. It's unreal how much bounce he has. Um, he's had 10 straight games now with double digit points, three double doubles. And I feel like he's trending up towards I'm not saying he's going to win it, but he's trending towards being a potential six-man-of-the-year candidate if his numbers continue to climb. Uh, depends how many starts he gets, obviously, with Tail Maladon dealing with some health issues and George Hill being out for a while. Uh, but Hami's just been so good. It's so cool to see him make that jump from, oh, like kind of an interesting guy to like a legitimate piece for the future. Uh, I would love to see him be like our sixth-man some point down the line when we're trying to compete, uh, sixth or seventh man. Just that spark plug off the bench, it's clear that he's capable of that. Yeah, for sure. And that, that's the one thing I love about Hami is he just – he provides energy. It's, it's nonstop energy. And, that, and that's what you want out of somebody that's coming off the bench. Um, but this this year more so, the times that he's played with the starters, um, he's kind of taken that energy and has been able to channel it more. You know, not just play like nonstop, like go, go, go. Like he's really been able to play within his role in the offense. And he, like, I, like you said, Connor, he might have the quickest second jump in the league. Like it's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. Like Melo used to get rebounds off of his misses all the time, but that was just because, you know, he was, he was able to box out and get his, get his, uh, get a shot back. But yeah, Hami's just, he's ready for it. He's like, oh crap, I missed that, but I'm going to beat you to it before you even jump. So yeah, lo- love watching Hami, love watching Hami. He's, he's done great. And, uh, yeah, man. Hopefully, 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 he keeps us up. You know, we're not seeing New York, Hami, but we're seeing a little step below, and I, I'm all right with it. I like it. Jerry, so you, you got anything else to say about Hami? I'd say you can't teach that athleticism, man. You just can't. You know, that's that's such a great natural gift. And Connor mentioned, you know, he doesn't have a lot of those technical things, and that's a hundred percent true. But if we look at where he was at rookie season versus now, it is definitely night and day choice making or choice making decision making <laughs> um uh there's just a plethora of things that he does so well now um and i honestly i i i think that he might someday depending on how this lineup shakes out over the next couple of years he might end up being a starter instead you know i think that he could wiggle into being a solid two uh for us you know if we ever have that need he would be serviceable there i I love me some some homie, and I hope 
that he gets the dunk contest invite this year. I really, really hope so. Yes, sir. Got to defend that crown. He didn't get to didn't get to last year because uh, I think his elbow was hurt or something like that. But yeah. I, I would argue Hami had one of the most impressive dunks in like the past decade. So that's that's just me. Yeah. Um, well, let's go back to Connor here. Connor, what's what's your trending? You going up or down? Um, I'll go up. Um, I'll stay on the positive side of things. Uh, I'm gonna go with Darius Baisley. Um, I just think like he hit that huge slump earlier in the season Mm -hmm. and he was really struggling and it's just been nice to see him just like say, screw it and just keep shooting. Um, like that Dion waiters mentality. There's that graphic of Dion being like, (laughs) I'd rather go over 30 than over nine because I want to keep shooting. Um, just, it's nice to see him continue to be aggressive. And I think that that consistency is going to come. It's the reps that matter. Now, uh, his ability to rebound is incredible, especially a team that really needs his rebounding. It's really weird to be a Thunder fan watching a team that isn't great rebounding. We had like Steven Abs for a while, who was a really good rebounder. We had him and Ennis Cantor, which was dominance on the boards. Um, so Basie's really stepping up in their place. I think that he's going to be in his prime a walking double-double every night. Uh, he's already nearing that, being able to score above double digits every night. And I think he's averaging like seven, seven and a half-ish rebounds. And he's only going to keep improving. He's so young. Um, his potential is insane, his ability to be a mismatch nightmare. And like I said, he's still super raw and he's putting up still really good numbers. Um, I'm just, I'm so excited about Darius Baisley. I wish people talked about him as much as they did like SGA and Dort. I get they're not as exciting or like memeable in the case of Dort, but uh, Baisley deserves a lot of credit. Absolutely, man. I've, I've loved watching Baisley work this year. Um, it, it's kind of discouraging that him and Dort can't have a good game, like, at the same time ever. Like, it's either, like, Dort's balling out and Baisley's struggling, like, just missing all shots, or Baisley's balling out and Dort's missing all shots. So, hopefully we can get those two, you know, going at the same time, and uh, that'd be great for us. But, yeah, man, I mean, Baisley's, like, when he was drafted, you know, he took all that time off being away from the game and just being able to come in and show high basketball IQ and a sure skill set to like fall back on. Like the dude's skilled with the basketball. He knows how to create for himself and his teammates. And I, for one, I want to see more creating opportunities for him. You know, we kind of got to see it um, in that game when Hami played point guard, like, you know, Baisley had some creating opportunities, but you know, Hami was more so getting the assists, but uh, I, I would love to see that more in the future because I, I think that that's something else that he could do, and I think it could be the next step in unlocking his game. Uh, Jerry, how you feeling about Baisley, man? I would say I just found out that he's a normal human being like the rest of us because he craves Chick-fil-A on Sundays. Um, <laughs> so I, I love that. But I think everything that you guys said is spot on, and he's what I enjoy about him is that he's letting it come to him with those reps. You know what I mean? He's not forcing anything at all. And, and, you know, you mentioned some of that playmaking ability when he does force it, there's a very high turnover rate that goes with it too. Um, And that's just a fact right now, but he's also what 19 years old, 20 Mm -hmm. years old. Um, And he was out of the game for a year. He literally went from high school to the pros essentially um so a lot of these things are going to come down the road but yeah his stock is high like call this kid GameStop because it's 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 going to get there it's 
I, I don't know. I don't follow the trends. I'm well, sorry. GameStop's gone down now, bro. Oh, yeah. So when GameStop was on the rise, there we go. Yeah. Um, sorry, not a professional investor. He's Bitcoin. Yeah, he's Bitcoin. There we go. There's, that's Bitcoin, a better... man to the moon. Yeah, no, he's he's been such a great – it's been a great watch, you know what I mean, so far this season with him. I absolutely adore Baisley. And this is coming from somebody the first night at draft night at Blue Garden – me and Alex Ruiz sat there and said, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think most of us did, you know, whenever we first heard the name and like new balance, what the hell and dad shoes. Gosh, it just gets worse, you know, and, and seeing where he's at now is just amazing. I, I personally think he, his ceiling, his absolute ceiling, I think can be a KD-esque player and, and, that's that's the tip of the moon, right? He still has some work to do, but just the the physical ability, the handle that he has, the footwork, he's got a lot of really good things to build on. So keep building, Bays. All right, Maddie Moles, what you thinking about Baisley? Yo, I mean, it's 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 pretty dope, you know, to go from to go from intern, you know, you, everybody wants, wants to get a job. And so they go get an internship somewhere and then they rock out that internship and then they go do the job and they get paid to do the job and it sticks. Like he's one of us, one of us, one of us. So it's, it's really cool, man. Watching his ascension. I don't really know what his ceiling is because there aren't a lot of players that have skills like him but it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, Presti, this is a good problem to have. He's going to have a lot of assets and a lot of ability to go get really, really good basketball players, but he's done a great job of assembling a bunch of really good basketball players already who are young and hungry and are, are tight, you know, have good chemistry. So, you know, I, I wouldn't want the job of like, man, I could add a, Kate Cunningham, that's great. Like, what does that look like for Dort or for Diallo? Or I can get Mobley, like, okay, that means Bayes doesn't get five minutes. You know, like, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I guess it's a good thing, kind of, quote unquote, like that Poku is in the G League. <laughs> so he can actually develop and get some shine and all that stuff. But man, like if he goes off too, it's like, we only have so many minutes and I want to play all these guys 48 a night. So um, Baisley is no exception there. All right, Jerry, what's your trending topic, man? You going, you going trending up or trending down? I'm going trending up and I'm going to go with Justin Jackson. The minutes that he's got, he's made a very good impact. Um, I think that he slept on a little bit more than what he needs to be. Yes, he makes some squirrely decisions sometimes, but his his ability to to shoot like you talked about Dion Waiters type of confidence. You know what I mean? Like when he launches that thing, he thinks every single one's going in, and you can just tell by by the way he holds his his follow through to some of the shots that he takes. You know, sort of falling off to the side or whatever, and he's made a bunch of them. Um, but trending up Justin Jackson right now, I just, I, who did he play? Was it the Mavs that he played for before? Mm -hmm. Okay. So mm -hmm. 
I have a quick story about it. I actually sat next to his parents and his family at one of the games. They mm. came up from wherever. I think they're from Kansas originally, if I'm remembering right, or Missouri. I don't know. But anyways, I sat next to them. Super, super duper nice family. And that night, he actually like got PT and busted our our busted our butt, you know, that night. So I think he has a lot more ability. Um than what the minutes have been showing. I think clearing some of these other young guys out of the way, your Poku, your uh, Hall, your Moses Brown, you get them sort of out of the way. It's going to open up some more time for him. And personally, I, I'm liking seeing all these other guys get run because one of two things is going to happen, right? They're either going to be part of our squad going in the future, right? Or we got trade pieces with a little bit of value. Um, so it's a win-win to be there, you know, no matter which way you look at it. Um, and I think Justin Jackson um, definitely has a little bit more upside than what he gets credit for. I know I hit you guys with like the most random player on the squad too. I love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm reeling on how I'm, how I'm going to piggyback on this. Uh, no, nah, man. Yeah. Just Justin Jackson. Um, he's a basketball player. <laughs> No, I, 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 Great I like, analysis. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I have to hate Justin Jackson just because what he did to us in the tournament, um, his final year at North Carolina. But uh, he provided a great scoring punch for us, uh, especially last night against the Lakers. I mean, he scored 14 points out of nowhere. Like, you know, when you talk about how close of a game that was, like his contribution off the bench when we had no Mike Muscala, we had no Teo Maladon, like – and Hami was starting for us. Like we had to get something off the bench in order to keep our heads afloat in that game. And he was able to do that. So I, I will give him props for that. I, I'll give him props for that. Setting the curve, setting the curve is what we're doing right now. <laughs> Moles, Connor, you guys got anything to say about Justin Jackson? Uh, I, I mean, I was happy to see him get some minutes. I think I tweeted like a couple weeks ago, I was like, you know, I feel like Justin Jackson has something in the tank. Like he was, he wasn't picked too late. He just really hasn't had a lot of opportunities. So I'm excited to see what we have with him. And I mean, he showed a little bit of that potential um, against the Lakers. I think there is something there and yeah, it's like you either manage to uh, become part of the squad or you are a trade candidate and either way, you're going to find your way to, um, a pretty good situation. So I'm just happy for him getting to uh, get some of that run, getting an opportunity. And he definitely made the most of it last night. It was like, he might think that every time he shot, it was going to go in. I also started <laughs> to believe that every time he shot the ball <laughs> is going to go in, which is a very weird thing uh, when talking about a guy who's towards the end of our rotation. So good for him. About you moles. I got nothing to add. <laughs> Stonks. I, like <laughs> I, I mean, you guys said it, right? <laughs> uh, there's, there's only so much you can say about Justin Jackson. So, uh, I, Justin, I love you. <laughs> there you go. Great at, hair. Got at, great hair. At jjax underscore forty four. At Gerald underscore Emil. Amir. Gosh, underscore Emil is what I said. Underscore Amir loves you. So yeah. No underscore. I am a OG altogether. Okay. So. Oh shoot! I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not three cone over here. <laughs> yeah, you got away with it. I didn't get away with it. <laughs> man, he threw that at you after you said you hated the underscore too. <laughs> oh man, it, that one hit close to home. <laughs> bang bang. Uh, all right. Uh, my my trending 
uh, I don't want to go negative because you guys all did positive and I'm, I'm a really positive person. Um, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to do a cop out here. I'm going to do an easy trending up, but I'm also going to do a trending down, but I'm, I'm going to go down first. Uh, my down is uh, going to be Lou Dort's offense uh, this past week or so. Like, like I kind of touched on when we was talking on, about Baisley, Dort and Baisley just can't seem to have a good game at the same time. I don't know why. I don't know why the basketball gods won't allow it. It's just not a thing that, uh, you know, they, they enjoy letting happen. But in his past six games, he shot 27% from the field and 21% from three. I mean, that's – you could take that back even farther. Let's go 10 games. And 36 from the field, 25 from three. Like, he's clearly been struggling. It's a far cry from when he was shooting, like, 44% from three. And we all knew that's kind of outlier, and that was going to regress to the mean. But I didn't think it was going to fall off a cliff like it has. Um, honestly, I, I, you know, the down to dunk kind of talked about it today uh, on their pod – or yesterday on their podcast, Mikey and Andrew. Uh, they said, you know, his form looks different um, in this past game than it has early in the season. And it kind of makes you think, like, is that leg bothering him more than, you know, he's kind of leading on. But obviously he's great on the defensive end. He's going to out-effort everybody. And, you know, he's he's still doing things on the offensive end that helps you win games, you know. Uh, like Jerry was saying, setting the pace, you know, being able to create for others with his handle and his playmaking. Like, he's, he's not a zero on offense. But, man, I, I, I just want to see those shots fall a little bit. Um, you guys got anything to say about my trending down pick before I uh, put us back up on trending up? That was a really crappy take. That's all I have to say. <laughs> no, it's it's real. It's real. But, like, I'd, I'd say also he's trying to be more aggressive and create for himself too. And I think that some of that might be detracting from his ability to just spot up in, in places and, and shoot in rhythm in the context of the rest of the offense. So I think it's a little give and take there for sure, but it's definitely not looking good over the last like 10 games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think he'll be all right. Great defender. Um, I think his offense will come back. He's still finishing great around the rim. Uh, I do think that his shooting that he had, maybe not up to like the 44% or whatever he started the season shooting is sustainable, but I think he is going to be a good shooter in the long term. He's got a good form. He has a lot of confidence behind it. I think he'll be okay. And lately, if we're being like, if we're, you know, grasping at straws here, it's like he doesn't know where he's at on the floor, really and truly. Because if you look at a lot of his shots, he he shot one from the wing and the like the arc on it and everything was like he was shooting it from the top of the key. You know what I mean? And he missed it like he shot it from the top of the key. He hit one or he shot one from the corner that was way long. Like it, it's like he's he's trying to just find the groove like Connor said pretty much he's just trying to find that 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 in in the middle of the game how can he do it i i think it's still a crappy take dylan you really should rescind that and just stay positive with the rest of us cuz yeah i don't, i don't want to hear it hey i i believe that you know it, it's going to correct itself but i'm just saying i'm just calling it what it is i'm calling it spade spade like he's it's trending down the past couple of games. I believe it's going to come back, and I believe that him and Baisley are going to start playing great together. Um, but right now, they just they just aren't. But hey, trending up, man. Let's. I'm going to talk about 
you know what I'm going to talk about? I'm going to talk about SGA to ASG, man. Shea Gilders Alexander, who in his past 10 games, 24.8 points, 7.3 assists, 5.3 rebounds on 52.4, 41.7, 77.6 splits. Yeah, so like I said, you know, it's free throw shooting. Not, not amazing, but, you know, serviceable. But, man, that field goal percentage, 52.4 and 41% from three. Dude, dude's starting to take over as of late, specifically in his past couple games, like, you know, 31 and 29. Um, obviously, you know, he's going to be sitting out against the Lakers, but I like to see an aggressive Shea. And, you know, a lot of people – uh, a lot of people kind of misconstrue aggressive with being a ball hog, but he's still getting assists. He's still moving the ball. He's still creating for his teammates and getting them involved all while, you know, gosh, you guys are distracting me with your chat over here <laughs> all while, you know, getting to the bucket and getting his, you know, making those threes, uh, taking those threes, honestly, like the, the three point shots that he's been taking are like super impressive. So I, I want to see this aggressive Shea. I want him to continue this because I feel like if he's going to take that next step and, you know, prove that he can be a one on a championship team, like he's that dude, he could be that guy. Uh, I think he's going to take, have to take a more, um, a bigger role offensively. Um, not just, you know, creating for teammates, but creating for himself and kind of be a little selfish. Like I want to see him take like, 18 to 20 shots a game, maybe even more. Like if it's, if he's feeling it, like I want to see you take more, like these 10 shot games, these 12 shot games, like, no, I, I don't, I don't want to see that. I want to see you go get yours and I want you, I want to see you ball out and dominate. So that, that that's my thing. Trending. Yeah, no, it's been tough for him though, Dylan. If you really just sit back and look at it, they're sending a lot of double teams. They're mm-hmm. collapsing the paint super hard when he has the ball in his hand. So, I mean, I think he needs a little bit more credit than what you're sort of giving there as far as like taking over. And it's simply because he's literally the only guy on the floor that's consistently, a, you know, able to go put up 25 on you and teams know that. So they're adjusting to him and he's still putting up 24 and what some change right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely should have used your negative as your Kentucky wild cats though. The more I think about it, your negative should have been them <laughs> instead of Dort's offense. That, that's the not record. the thunder. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought this is a crossover UK and, um, and uh thunder pod. Sorry as much as you talk about them so well hey the wildcats on the thunder have been trending up so you know there there, there goes your take jerry oh old news old news <laughs> i don't want to hear it all right but yeah that that, that was my trending up for shay um you, you guys got anything to add on uh, his play and you know what he's doing right now and how he's been aggressive i just want to say his fit the other night whenever he was out that all black turtleneck with the two cross earrings, drippy as, as hell, all right? And I'm an old man, and I just said that. That was probably one of the coldest fits that I've ever seen an NBA player well wear. And uh, hot take, SGA dresses better than Russell Westbrook. I said it. I'm sorry, but I wholeheartedly think it's the truth. I'm so sorry, everybody. Hey. He did win the Bleacher Report uh, League Fits Award, so 
yeah, or was it Slam Magazine? I don't know. Some somebody league Fitzward, uh, he he won the award for it. So you you're not you're not alone in that opinion there. Uh, Connor Moles, you guys got anything to say about it? Um, I tweeted this out last night. Even if he doesn't get the spot, if you don't think that SGA deserves to be an All Star, then I don't think you're watching the games or paying attention. Um, he might not get it. If he doesn't get it, you know it's it's all right. It's not the end of the world. But to think that he isn't at least deserving of a spot, um, it's just I think at this point you're just kind of ignoring what's going on. He's been so good in the situation he's been given. A team that a lot of people didn't expect to win this many games until like maybe fourth, like over half of the way through the season. Um, it's been great to watch. He's been so good. Yeah, me included. I think SGA. I said our over under on the couple of pods ago was 21 or something like that. I definitely need to take that back. <laughs> SGA to ASG. That's all we got to say. Short, sweet, and to the point. There you go. Well, hey, speaking of Shay, let's. She said. Okay. Speaking of Shay, let's get into our next segment. You know it, you love it. It's how we end our podcast. Shay or nay? It's where we talk about something good that's happened this week and something that's kind of annoyed us and got on our nerves this week. So uh, let's start with Jerry, the new homeowner. I'm sure he's got plenty of material for this. Where do I start? Um, No, Shay, um, since the last time I was on the pod, last time I was recording, I was in my apartment, quote unquote, laundry room that doubles as an extra bathroom. Um, and now I am legit in an office. Okay. It's not even a freaking bedroom anymore. No bed included. Um, it's probably like 18 by like 20 feet. So like I'm living my best life in here. I can take full swings with my irons in this bedroom or in this (laughs) office. Um, I have a glass mirror behind me so I can actually like record myself and watch myself take swings from the front and the back view. Watch out. Um, so there goes my Shay. My nay is this damn cold in Oklahoma. None of you guys are living what I'm living right now. So I just got to let you know, we are not expected to get above freezing until like, I think, two Fridays from now. So not this Friday, but the Friday after is whenever we're finally supposed to get over it. And we're supposed to have, um, uh, what is it? Sub zero temperatures overnight uh, at the end or this weekend. So that's my day. I feel for everybody in Oklahoma, uh, drip your faucets, insulate your pool pipes that go to your filter and uh, keep your dogs inside. That's my message. There you go. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> All right, Maddie Mules, what's your share in there for the week? Well, it was like 79 degrees today, and it was it was way too hot <laughs> for me. I, I don't – that's San Antonio weather. It's tough, man. I don't know. Um, so I've I've got one of each. Uh, uh, I've got a share. So um, my, I'm, I have a, a place in my home that's going to be my cocktail lounge. If you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm a I'm a connoisseur of the cocktails, and um, I'm going for a uh, like an industrial Gatsby type of vibe in there, and so uh, Williams Naval, which is like a really dark blue. Uh, I'm getting a tan chest pouch. It's gonna be, hmm, yep, and uh, it's gonna be dope. Uh, so I'm really really excited about that because. 
we're going to be coming next month and a place to just go and, and be for like 15, 20 minutes and enjoy ink and just chill. Like that's going to be super duper clutch for me under two. Um, my will there May, be cigars let? <laughs> will there be cigars allowed in there? That's my question. No, not in the house. No, Dang. but I've got a patio. All right, so, I'll make you know, it work. The cigars can be smoked out there. Um, my my nay was uh, I was in some errands around last week, um, and I was going to stop in the Best Buy just to look around. And as soon as I as soon as I got in there, the 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 Bee Gees hit like no other. So I like sprinted to the bathroom and I didn't plan on spinning 30 minutes in there, but that's just kind of the way it goes. And so then that's not the whole nay. The nay is the fact that how I sit, my right leg fell completely asleep and there were people waiting on me. So I had to get up out the stall and so I'm like, I'm like using like stomach muscles. Like I was using titty muscles to get my leg to like Jesus Christ. over. And so like, I was just like dead leg walking through Best Buy, getting all the looks. And so like, that was, I mean, screw people, like whatever. Like, I don't care what they think, <laughs> but it was still a little weird. You know, like, I'm like, man, I got this whole right leg I can't use right now. So dude, um, that, was, you that was kind of an A. Yeah, you could have stroked out in there and people were just staring at you. Like, what the hell? That's so messed up. I, I got to tell you guys the Winko story someday. I'm just, I'm not going to share it right now. <clears throat> I got to share that with you guys someday. I'll tell you what, when I saw in the dark, Matty Mole said Best Buy story. I, I did not expect that was the term we were going to say. So. <laughs> Took a right turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, no. Connor. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jamal. It, it, was, it was a left turn because my right leg was in op, so. It was. Oh, okay. You just spun around in a circle in the refrigerator aisle for 30 minutes. That's what happened. There was only one option on that turn. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. All right, Connor, what's Shay your name, man? Uh, Shay, um, mine, are, mine aren't nearly as extravagant as that um, or as as moving to a house. My Shay is just that I got to uh, go hoop for a little bit today. It was really nice. It's been really cold, and it's going to continue to be really cold for the next uh, like week and a half or so um so i got to go hoop for a little bit today it was nice um <clears throat> just shot around and then on the uh nay side of things uh, when i walked to my car some i parked my car on the street and i have a permit to park right there but there's this like no parking sign that's just like kind of next to my car but it's pointing in the opposite direction so i've been like okay i can always park here because i parked there probably around a hundred times and no one's ever said anything. Mm -hmm. And I haven't used my car in a couple of days since I like went and got food for the Super Bowl. And I get there and there's two parking tickets sitting on my car oh. uh, from the same officer who has apparently this officer has come in and he just, he was like, man, I'm gonna get this guy twice. <laughs> he got me twice in the span of two days. Um, so I uh, had to pay parking tickets, but it's all right. I got to go hoop afterwards. So it wasn't all bad. <laughs> that Did is you did you have to move the car going forward? Like, I need more context here. You just can't leave me hanging with the two tickets. So if I'm understanding right, you only saw the back of the sign. Wouldn't technically mean that you were parked wrong the whole time, the last hundred times, and he just called you out for the last two? That is theoretically. But the, so the sign is like, there's like a, the curb and there's a driveway and the sign is like right next to the driveway. So I thought, so the whole time I had thought it was like, okay, it's saying no parking going this way, like after this driveway, because right next to the driveway is an intersection. 
And so I was like, okay, I feel like it's pointing that way. And I thought I had been right for the longest time because I've always parked there. And then just this one time, this officer was like, man, I'm going to get him twice when he's not using his car. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't think I deserved it. Maybe legally I did deserve it. Uh, but I won't, yeah, I'm going to have to park my car somewhere else on the street from now on. Breaking news. Connor is a felon. <laughs> mm. That's what, that's what we'll take from this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, that, that sucks, man. Park, parking tickets suck. It's, it's, it's just annoying because you got to take time out of your day to go to the Gore house and, uh, you know, pay, pay for the ticket. And I'm, I'm yeah. sure it's even more difficult now with COVID and everything involved. So uh, that's all right. I'll, I'll live. I'll live. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But Hey, I, I do envy getting the hoop, man. Gosh, I haven't played in a basketball gym. Like, I, I played the Y, uh, like December, but like, that's the only time I've played like in a gym since like last March and I'm getting the itch, man. I just want to play basketball with my buddies again. It's, uh, it's tough, <laughs> but, uh, my Shay or nay, man. Um, my Shay is, uh, so finally got all our W2s in, uh, for our taxes and everything. And my uncle's actually a CPA at H and R block. So he was, he was helping us out, getting it taken care of. He gave us a discount last year. So that was cool unclear if he's the reason why i didn't get my tax return until mid-july but that's besides the point ask um, him at thanksgiving <laughs> yeah <laughs> so basically like you know I, I gave him all the documents we went over everything and he was like all right you're good to go i'm like okay cool so how much am i getting back and he told me and he was i was like okay so how much we have to pay he's like yeah don't worry about it so like are, are you are you sure he's like yeah well you know we got you taken care of i'm like all right awesome so you know, didn't have to pay for getting my taxes done. So that is a, that, that's a big, big W for me. I definitely appreciate that. Um, the free taxes make a lot more sense if you did screw up your taxes last year. <laughs> so I'm leaning yeah. that way now. I was neutral, but now I'm definitely leaning. <laughs> you screwed up your taxes. Yeah, he could, it could be just a makeup, right? <laughs> um, but no, my nay for the week, uh, you know, Jerry's talking about the cold and uh, I sympathize with that. You know, we've, We've hit the 40s every now and then, but we are expecting an ice storm uh, tonight in Richmond, Kentucky, and uh, it's supposed to last a couple of days. So uh, that that's 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 not gonna be fun. That's that's a huge nay for me. Uh, I live on a hill, and unless my boss tells me I don't have to come to work, I still have to try to come to work. I do not have four wheel drive or anything like that, so it is going to be a chore getting to work. <laughs> you want a front wheel drive car, by the way, in ice. It actually drives a lot better than a four wheeled vehicle. Why well, would not a four wheel a four by four vehicle, four wheel vehicle? Those four wheel uh, vehicles don't do well in ice at all. <laughs> not at all. Jerry wants me to take a bicycle to work. Yeah. No, I uh, I empathize with you because we had one at the end of October that like shut down all of Oklahoma City for like three days. It totally sucked. Um, but yeah, y'all just make sure the house is heated, drip your faucets. Okay. Make sure you're dripping those things. Um, and, uh, yeah, watch out for limbs. Don't stand underneath trees with ice on them. There goes your, your helpful knowledge through ice storms. I've lived through like 50 of them living in Oklahoma. It sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we had one hit like two or three years ago and it was real bad. Like it knocked out power and like, I'd say like 75% of Richmond. <laughs> so Jeez. yeah that that wasn't fun so uh yeah we're bracing for that um hoping hoping it doesn't you know mess things up too much but uh guys that's the episode um 
it, it was good having everybody on. It was a good time. Good time talking Thunder basketball, our Shay and A's, uh, introducing a new segment and trending topic, and really just initiating and ushering ushering in Connor into the unit uh, for the first time. And we're, we're excited for everything that that's going to bring. Um, so, yeah, guys, on behalf of Connor, Maddie Moles, Jerry, and myself, and all the members of the unit, uh, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to wash your hands, wear a mask, hoop when you can like Connor did. And as always, thunder up. Thunder up. Thunder up. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.